Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Can we be real? How you going? How you going? Hey, g'day. How you going? Yeah, hey, um, start of the year. Are you excited? Like, uh, have you have you started doing your yeah. New Year's resolutions and stuff? Or what are, you, are you that kind I, of girl? No, I don't do resolutions. Uh, but uh, I, well, I probably do, but not specifically at the beginning of the year. But um, I do love the beginning of the year. There's always a great energy around it. Mm. I love January because I love summer and. Yeah. There's always fun things to do in January. Um, well, where I live, there are anyway, and so uh, I try and try and do some of them. But then, you know, God, time slips away from me. I'm one of those people. I always have great intentions, and then I think, oh, let's go to the gallery and see that thing, and, and then just don't go. Next thing I know, it's all finished, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, we yeah. never went and did any of that stuff. But um, I live near the beach, so just trying to make sure we get to the beach heaps of times is mm. my intention as the kids get older though it's hard to drag them down there like they just like they want to stay in their room and keep playing their computer games with their friends and that's a drag you know I remember when they were little and all they wanted to do was go to the beach and they would just play on the sand run up and down on the sand and in the water for hours and hours and hours yeah, and but now, they're 14 mate they're not doing sand castles anymore like no. Jesus Christ they need they need some more stimulus than that that's why you I get, even I get bored at the beach sometimes you go there you go okay this is great my wife wants to lie in the sun for hours and I'm like this gets boring after a while oh it's relaxing I suppose and that's yeah you're either into it or you're not so they are definitely you're right at 14 they're like uh, boring uh, so and also, I guess it's a bit embarrassing being there with your mum, like because their friends are all the way around here. They're like, I don't really want to be sitting in the water with my mum, like I did when I was five. So yeah, mum will be sitting in the water by herself, or hopefully, mum goes down there with the other mums and has a little sneaky drink. One time, I remember because it's such a little village. I was down there, and and the, our shops, the, our street of shops, leads directly to the beach. So it's very much, you know, it's it's just a beautiful little village. And one time I was down there, uh, sitting outside the pizza shop, and um, and I remember this uh, tourist, it's Chinese guy, turned around to another person who was standing outside the pizza shop waiting for a pizza, and he goes, 
excuse me, is it legal to drink outside, like in the street? And we all just kind of looked at each other and laughed, like, and, and someone goes, well, not really. Because uh, <laughs> he was obviously asking it because everyone was just wandering around drinking, like stubbies. But you know what's really funny? If you go to Europe, right, and you go into Italy or you, and you go into a bar and you take your drink outside and walk up, this, there, there is not one problem. No one even blinks an eye. I think even in London it's the same, right? But like yeah. here we do, we're fucking a bit boring, aren't we, in Australia right. when it comes to that kind of thing? Because you should be able to have a wine and walk around Deltona. I mean, well, you do, but I mean, I think what he was referencing this, there was a sign directly above our yeah, heads no that alcohol. said oh, no alcohol, boring. but yeah. everyone was walking around very happily and drinking and, um, you know, very peacefully. And, uh, yeah, so he, for him as a tourist, he was like, uh, this is weird. How come there's a sign right there and there's police right there wandering around and everyone's just ignoring the sign. And we were like, oh, welcome. Welcome, my friend. I wonder yes, if the police is... have like a rule though, because you do see there's certain uh, you know adults that seem to be able to hold it all together and have their drink and all that kind of thing. So they true. seem to be left alone. But then when you see the people that get loose, like the people that you know the Cronulla riots that happened years yeah. ago, you understand sometimes why Australia might need those rules. Absolutely, and yeah, I, I guess that's why there's so many police here during summer. Is uh, you know, and also you don't want teenagers, you don't want kids drinking. Too much drinking. What, listen to me. Too much, uh, but you know, <laughs> you don't. Just yeah, ten don't, drinks, guys. Yeah, come on, guys, keep it together. Uh, yeah, you don't want, I guess, a sort of unsupervised free for all around the beach. Certainly around the water. You know, it, there's a lot of possible dangers, but I could see in it, it somehow has. We have a lot of unwritten, unspoken rules, social rules. We're all kind of keeping an eye out for each other and for each other's kids. And, but this guy was like, I don't get it. This is weird. And people were trying to help him understand. But even as we were speaking, people were speaking, we were kind of looking at each other laughing like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense what we're saying. Mm. But we get it. And listen, you should just go ahead and have a drink, dude. Yeah. <laughs> have, do Rip it in, mate. We are. Rip you do in, it. relax, yeah. have a pizza, have a beer, just chill. Yeah, hoping he wasn't arrested because that would have wrecked his holiday. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I do love this time of year. But I remember when I said to you a while ago, or you said to me, you put me on the spot, you said, who would you love to have on this show? If you could interview anyone, have a superstar on this show, who would you like to have? Yeah, you said, you remember that? You said Jennifer Anderson, which I'm working on, mate. It is the beginning of the year, but I've, 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 I've DM'd a few times. Yeah, I'm sure she doesn't get any other DMs, so it's, it's <laughs> annoying that she hasn't got back to you. Uh, Aniston, but also she has had a bereavement. So, look, that's all right. Don't worry about it too much because I realised uh, that, you know, there are so many other people. I just kind of was on the spot and I do love Aniston. And I call her Aniston, so you know that gives you an indication of how much I like her. I'm very, I'm over familiar, and but then I realised, God, there's there's a lot of British talent that I love. I, I love British TV and British so show showbiz so much, and I, then I saw something. I saw someone on a, a social media post, and I thought, God, that's the one. That's the one. That's my love. That's the target. My true love. Who is it? That's it's the pricey. It's the pricey. The pricey. It's Katie Price. Katie Price. Oh, my God. Formerly artist, formerly known as Jordan. 
Katie Price. I love Pricey so much. Now, she was the one that was with Peter Andre here in Australia, right? The Gold Coast guy that she went to Benoa High. Yeah, yeah. And they met on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here years and years and years ago. They had a beautiful romance around the billabong. And then they came home and I think they got married. They certainly had two kids, two gorgeous kids who are now teenagers. And, uh, yeah, she's gone on to have other kids with other guys. And, look, the pricey is irrepressible. You can't keep her down. She's She had, I think, two broken feet not long ago and she's just getting around in two moon boots and getting on with it. And... I love her. I love her so two much. Two broken feet. How do you break yeah. two feet? I can't remember, but that's the pricey. Far I mean, out. she's just she's living life up and about. Yeah, up and about. Even when she can't get up and about, she's brilliant. And uh, I think she lives in Essex, which I perceive as being kind of like England's Gold Coast, if that makes sense. Very much so. Lots of fake tan. Yeah. Yep. Fake tan, tits out. Yep. Um, just like aggressively fun. You know, aggressively fun times. Loose like, units um, is what you yeah yes! is what you're looking for here. We've got a bunch of loose units in one in one spot called Essex. Love it. Oh yeah, the only way is Essex, baby. I love that. And um, even RuPaul loves that. She when she gets someone on her show from Essex, she's like, "You're right, babes. You're right, babes." She loves it. And uh, so here's pricey though. You're gonna love this. This is a pricey. I was gonna say it's an update, but it's not because she's telling a story from years and years ago about her and Hugh Hefner. I don't know why this came up, but it came up very recently on a podcast and this is classic pricey. She will tell you the truth. She is real. Can we be real? Just talk to pricey because there's no other way with the pricey and that's what she calls herself and that's another thing I love about her. The pricey? Sorry. She calls herself the pricey. She does. She does often. Yeah, she goes, just ask the pricey anything and the pricey will tell you. Love it. You're right, babes. Well, She's right, let me tell you. Here she is talking about just some fun times with Hugh Hefner back in the day. Me and Hugh Hefner, we toured around America to English pubs around there promoting that I was the cover of Playboy. Did he ever try and... I've been in the room with all the action. I've seen it all. What happened? What didn't happen? No, I didn't go there because I thought there's abs- no disrespect. Yeah, for sure. wants to do like whatever. It would be like having with my granddad, just not for me. But the girls just would, and he would... Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen shag girls in that course. And he would just take Viagra, I imagine, and just go for it. I just remember I was shocked because I always thought an old man's willy would look really wrinkly and like a witchetty grub. It doesn't. But his didn't, no. <laughs> so, seeing some 19-year-olds bouncing around on the bouncy ball. Yeah, it was all happening. <laughs> what? So, and you're just standing there watching? Well, no, you're all in the bed doing what you're doing yourself. You've got toys, you've got a big screen with on. Okay, you're, you're lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. No way. She's not lying. That's on Jamie Lang's Private Parts podcast. Oh, my God, the pricey. I'm so jealous that Jamie Lang's got her on his podcast and good on him. He's done a great job because he's just, just sitting back and let pricey be the star. Good on him. And he's got that fantastic story to show for it. Good job. I've seen him shag girls and all that. course. She says, and it's not uh, it's not shriveled. No, I thought it'd be like a witchetty grub. <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? She's the best. Yeah. I love Pricey. She's she's not afraid of anyone. She's not afraid to say anything. She is the realest of the real, and she's just lived and it continues to live the most extraordinary life. And she's not afraid to say so and to. To, she's just aware. She's never too cool for school. That's what I love about Pricey. So many people living 
a life of, of fame and living a weird life just try and pretend like they're completely cool about it. They don't notice that their life's crazy, but she never does. She never pretends that she doesn't notice, you know. You'll see videos on her social media of her and her kids on their couch and they are all hyper aware. She raises her kids the same way. They're aware that their life is fucking crazy and they talk about it. I love her. Is she a, a, a big celebrity? Like when you say like Jennifer Aniston, like she is like, you know, A-grade celebrity. Where, where's where's pricey for you in the in the level of – is she like B, C, D? Where is she at? I think the pricey is A. <laughs> I think the pricey hey. is an A-lister to me. I mean – she is like, I don't, there's no one more famous in the UK than the pricey. There's no one more famous. I mean, you can say what you want about her, the kind of work she does. I mean, yeah, she's not making art. You know, I'm going to, you know, she's not making classy art, but, and she never has. But there's no one more well known than the pricey in the UK. Probably, I don't know, maybe in Europe. I don't know how far her fame stretches. But there's so, certainly no one more famous in the UK than the pricey. She, she's a survivor, mate, and I love her dearly. She's a good woman. She's a strong woman. I love her. Well, <sighs> I will try my best for you. I'll, uh, I'll flick her some kind of uh, – I'll flick her a DM and a few emails and things like that and see if we can get her on because, yeah, you're right. She would be a bloody interesting chat, especially when she's been in the, the, the Playboy Mansion. Mate, she's been everywhere. She's done everything. She's met everyone, and she's not too cool to admit it. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if you actually got a reply from the pricey from a DM. <laughs> she's that she's that kind of bird. Hang on, I'll, I'll write yeah. it right now, okay? And yeah. I'm gonna, should I write it from me or from your account? Because I think you have more clout. Yeah, me. Me. Well, also I think, well, it's from me and, and I think, you know, woman to woman. And I like this because it's not none of your chat GPT, okay? Just straight up, All the person commas to person. and shit will be in the wrong spot. Okay, so hang on. That's fine. Katie she would Price. appreciate that. She probably doesn't care. She doesn't. Oh, no, mate. She's got the I blue can't tick. Imagine 2. She's 2.6 a... million followers. Okay, we're going right? in with a DM here. Actually, you know what? She's got her email available as well, contact at katieprice.uk. And you know what that tells me? 2.6 million followers tells me she doesn't buy them. There's so many people in her position who'd have 200 million, and I'd be like, oh, bullshit. Like they're all robots. So I want to. I want to talk like you. Great. So I'll, I'll be like, "Oi, no, you crazy mole." No, I don't talk like that in a first no, approach. Katie, what, how do you, what do you want me to say? Just hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Just simple. Hi, Katie. I do a podcast. I do a couple of podcasts in Australia. Do you want to, okay? I do a few potties. Pod, yeah, should I say no, podcast or potties? I don't podcast. say potties. When do I say potties? I say, okay, oh, sorry. I do a few yeah. podcasts in Australia that absolutely kill it. No, I don't talk like that. Oh, my God. She doesn't want – I would love to have you on as a guest. I am such a big fan of yours. I would love to have you on the potty podcast. Don't you dare put fucking potty, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. As a guest – Yes. As a guest in the new year. Yeah. Right. I'm such a big fan. Do you want an emoji in there as well? Would you like like a dick? No. Like the eggplant emoji no. or like a love heart? She don't think I'm trying to root it. Yeah. Okay. We don't want that. No, I'll, put, I'll, put a not yet. I'll just put a heart. Put, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'll put a, a no, heart. Well, no. I'll put a heart not yet. and put, a microphone no, no. and I'll also put a rocket taking off because if you come on our podcast, not, you will go, you'll get more followers. Than- I was going to say, um, put 
until then, have a great Christmas with your beautiful family. And then a hug. Yeah, but Christmas has already happened, mate. This oh. is January. All right. Have a great day. Just people have love a, great a bit of a day. People love a bit of a have a great have day. A great I learned day. that from my friend Suze. She's all, she always writes like either have a great weekend or like depending on what day it is that she's sending a message. No, okay. An email or whatever. She's Dolphin. always like have a great day, have a great afternoon, or have a great weekend or whatever. But not a kiss or anything because she would get people, men and women, trying to crack onto her all the time. So she will take it that way. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. All right, secrets and sparkles. Uh, hey, are you ready? Are you ready to get into some secrets for the start of the year, Michelle? Are you ready? Always. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, always. I'm expecting extra secrets after the Christmas period too, you know. It's crazy Well, that's times. when the loose times happen with families and things like mm. that, actually, yeah. Yeah, if you're yeah. holding on to one, don't be afraid to share it. All you have to do is go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page as well, which is at Michelle underscore Laurie. Let's get into our first secret for today. I've just listened to a secret about uh, your listener not loving their mum. And I think this is really important. I wanted to share to support this person because I've been in therapy for 15 years and my psychologist has basically helped me grieve both of my parents. So when they die, um, I will have already grieved them. It doesn't matter whether they're on this earth or not. Um, and I just wanted to say that um, people like us, this is, I know it seems crazy, um, but these are the links we have to go to um, to get through our life and to get through these moments, um, to be able to cope in this world with parents like this. And um, I think it's a really important thing to be able to support people like these anonymous listeners because it feels so isolating out there when, um, you know, like Bag said, oh, it sounds really crazy. And it does sound crazy if you're to say, you know, I don't like my mum. And there's only a very select few people who you can talk to about that that understand it. So it can be very lonely. And I just wanted to say, I support you, anonymous listener. I was thinking about, you know, seeing a psychologist to mourn your parents before they die, for one thing. That's so full on. Mm. Um isn't it? And then, and then going through the process because in the Australian True Crime podcast, I remember we spoke to a lady who, whose mum died, and she hadn't seen her for twenty years, and she didn't right. know. So she got a phone call, um, out of the blue, 
to say your mother died and she and her first reaction was oh okay so that's where she is Do you, know, you know like right she, yeah 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 so she sort of hadn't known for 20 years if she was alive or dead and um she she made the comment that she felt as though she had mourned her already um so yeah that's just as a concept that's something intense to think about but also yeah thank you so much to this lovely person for ringing up to no, I know it's not really ringing out, but that's how I think about it. Um, for contacting us to <laughs> to support someone else who had left a secret. That's such a great point that we're in, by the way, in this community. That's so lovely. And yeah, you're right. It does bear saying again that some people's mums, some people just don't get along with their mums, and they need to be able to say so. They don't. They don't like their mums. And that's going to happen just yeah. because you're related to someone doesn't make them a good person. It doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship with them. Totally. And it's actually strange that I said crazy when I heard that because, or you know, that's crazy or that's wild because, you know, as you know, I don't have a, I don't have a relationship with my dad, but mm. I have a great relationship with my mum. So I think when I heard the word mum and no relationship, uh, that's what, well, that's the part that I thought was crazy, but it was actually hilarious that I have the exact same thing going on just in reverse with my dad. Yeah, but I think that's quite common. I think that it, you were just reflecting our a really common reaction to that because it's common for dads to not have relationships with their children, and that's a fact, or it's certainly more common, much more common than it is for people not to have relationships yeah. with their mothers. When that happens in our culture, we're shocked, we're stunned. Totally. And, and it, it, that How goes, do you file that one? Well, God, um, perfectly understandable. Some people can't have relationships with their parents and we need to normalise it, mm. as we say now, and support people in that situation. People need to be able to, to say that. I always think on Mother's Day and Father's Day, those days can be, and the lead-ups can be so difficult for people who, for whatever reason, it, it's not, not a great day for them. You know, in the workplace, people start making a big deal about it. In schools, people start making a big deal out of it. And in some families, that's really difficult, really stressful and traumatic. So we need to be able to start normalising um, families in which that that's just not the paradigm. That's just not the way it is for them. So thank you so much for calling up and showing support yeah. for somebody else. Great. Good All one. right. This is our next secret. About six years ago, I met a man on a dating app. He was 64 and I was in my 40s and I like an older man. And this man seemed quite respectable and lovely and uh, we went on a few dates and he, I met his family and some of his work friends. Um, but on his own, he, um, with him and I, he became a little bit sort of nasty, would start to push me around a lot and... Um, I wasn't sure what to make of it because he was just such a lovely person to everyone around him. And then one night uh, he was—he seemed quite agitated and uh, he raped me. And I wasn't expecting, I mean, I didn't think that that would ever happen to me. Um, and I, I still find it really difficult to trust people um, he's out there somewhere now getting on with his life, I'm sure, and I don't know whether it was me that was the problem or what it was, but I do live with a lot of guilt and uh, just simply finding it hard to move on. 
I think the main thing that most of us are probably hearing is you blaming yourself and it's terrible uh, the way that women do that. As much as you didn't expect this to happen to you and no one ever does, we never expect to blame ourselves either because we we know that that's not appropriate and we tell other women and we, we have conversations about this all the time about how women should never blame themselves and how um, in the past women blamed themselves and all that. All that. And then when it happens, women, smart women, sophisticated women, you know, you were obviously of an age where you would think you would know better than to blame yourself. It, it, we still do. I don't know why that is. So, yeah, that's that's the issue I think here is that, you need to find a way to work through that, that, that self-blame. And that can only be done through counselling, I think, and through specialised um, sexual assault trauma counselling. Mm. And that, that will change all the other issues. And it can. You can change those other issues through, through that counselling. That's, that's so upsetting that women, yeah, it's, it's so common we never think we'll be sexually assaulted and we never think we'll blame ourselves because we know intellectually it's not our fault. And yet here we're hearing this really smart, mature woman saying all of those things. It's tragic, terrible. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you file this one, even though it's, a, it's oh, much more serious? Yeah. Well, it is very serious, but obviously it's be careful because it's um, if you, you know, please don't just leave things the way they are. Please go and be kind to yourself and find that. Go to your GP and and ask them. It's so hard to talk about, of course, but ask them to help you find that appropriate counsellor because it can change. Your life can change from this point on. You don't have to live like this for the rest of your life. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh, our next secret. Hi, guys. Hi, Michelle. Love your work. Hi, Bags. I'm starting to love your work. Um, I have my secret is JB Hi-Fi. We have a theme running. So a few years ago, Boxing Day sales, back when DVDs were big, um, they would have those big bins and you could fish through and it'd be like three for $20 or something. So I would, I'm pretty sure as everyone does, use the old armpit as the maybe pile. So you'd look through it. Oh, you may be that one, put it under the arm and then you keep looking. Anyway, so I'm doing that and I finally picked the DVDs I want to buy, I go wait in line, and remember it's Boxing Day, plenty of people, oh, it takes ages, gets get served, pay, they put the DVDs in a bag, I go through security, there's like three security at the door, open my bag, show them my docket, and then walk out the door, go walk to the car park with my partner, and um, that's when I realised that I had one DVD in the maybe pile, which was under my armpit, I'd completely stolen a DVD, at JB Hi-Fi and uh, right in front of their faces. And um, I did not go back and pay for it. And FYI, it was Jason Bourne, DVD, Matt Damon. We love him. Thank you, JB. Jason Bourne. Oh, thank you, JB. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Where was the Where was the bloke at the door who's meant to check the, you know, check your armpits for one thing and check your receipt and all that? You know, totally. That yeah, that we we learnt on this podcast is not actually a qualified security guy. He's just there for show to make you feel like you shouldn't steal. You know, they might be just for show, but they are there. Like they they always want to look at my stuff and check my 
you know, receipt. Like I don't feel like I could just stroll out with a Jason Bourne DVD if the, if the mood took me, you know. like Also, DVD, like who, who is buying that? DVDs these days? Because you know, when you go to a JB Hi-Fi, there is a DVD section and it's still quite solid. So people are still buying them, but who? I must admit I did not know that because I don't look – I mean, I, I know there's – I see a colourful – array of stuff on shelves, but I'm not, I'm not looking, I don't know if it's DVDs or CDs or what the fuck it is. I, I, I don't even look at that section. I sail right past that section. I'm looking at other stuff when I go to JB, you know what I mean? Is that what it is? Is it DVDs still? Wow. I know it is, but I do want to say, I, I, I love an accidental theft. I, it's my favorite thing. When you act honestly, truly, accidentally steal something when you get home and realize, Oh shit, I have accident or even to the car. Like this lady did. I once got to the car and realized there was an, a top in the bottom of the trolley from big W that I had looked at and thought, yeah, it's okay. And then I'd forgotten about it. And then when I went through the register in those days, there were still registers with human beings there and I'd bought everything I thought and hadn't noticed the top in the bottom. And I got to the car and I was like, oh, my God, that top is still there. And I thought, oh, I've accidentally stolen that <laughs> and I'm keeping it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why not? I, it was You've probably far. Why worth not? a solid – yeah, it was probably worth a solid 12 bucks. And, uh, I mean, I love that. It's my favourite thing, accidental theft, brilliant. It's, that's, that's like – that's win. That's a win. That's a prize. That's life giving you a prize, in my opinion. She won a Jason Bourne Was it DVD. you and Matthew who were telling me that there's like giant businesses like Woolworths and Coles that actually factor this in as a part of their like budgeting each year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's shrinkage. That's, that's, but that's usually about, you know, people going in to steal things. That, that's teenagers, you know, going in and stuffing things up their hoodies and, and all that. That's people meaning to steal. But, yeah, it's definitely shrinkage is the amount of stock that, that is nicked. It, that's all the grapes we eat in Coles while we're shopping and stuff like that. That's that's shrinkage, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. That's that's part of the, co- the our prices. Right, how do you file our DVD thief? Perfectly understandable, girl. You won a prize. Your prize was the Jason Bourne DVD. Congratulations. That's just a little prize from life. All right, let's get into our final okay. secret. This isn't really a secret because I tell everyone, but people actually think Michelle that you and I look like. I have been on the Gold Coast and people have wanted to shout me drinks and talk to me like they think that I'm on radio and TV. But the funniest one was we were flying to Bali and these people kept swapping seats to come up and pointing and I was like, God, do I have toilet paper stuck in my bum to my husband? Like, I was like, what are these people looking at? And then in our motel these people come up and said our mum loves you can you sign a magazine which you were in and I was like I'm not her I'm not her so this went on for our whole time in Bali and at the end these people come up and said we know that's not your husband and we won't take photos and sell them to the magazines but at the end my husband goes go with it we got shouted drinks all night we partied and yeah, it's not a secret, but it's way fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. And and you sound like you're way fun. So I'm I'm really happy to have a representative out there, just you know, repping me and um, chatting nicely with people, having drinks with people. It sounds like your husband's fun too. So it sounds like you're out there making it seem as though I've got a hot, fun guy in my life. Uh, I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Great. How, how many free drinks are you getting offered when you're heading out on, you know, over to Bali and things like this? Yeah, I get a few. I do. I do get a few. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm not missing out by you know by this lady, but getting free drinks. So I feel like I'm only winning here. Um, oh, I think it's terrific. I, I'd love to see a photo if you wouldn't mind sharing a photo. I don't know how you feel about that, but. But I, I'm happy. I mean, I'm winning, I think, every all the way around. This is terrific. Totally. Yeah. Wow. People You're doppelganger there. Yeah, people are walking around going, I'll tell you who I met one time on a flight to Bali. Is that bloody Michelle Laurie. What a great woman. She's a terrific lady. We had a few drinks. You're right. She does sound like she's doing you a lot of favours because she sounds like a fucking legend and she, she yes. doesn't sound like she's really ruining yeah. the brand or anything like that, you know? She does not. She sounds like she's really strengthening the brand <laughs> out and about. And I love it. You know who I met at the Gold? One time at the Gold Coast, we met that bloody, that bird off the bloody radio on the TV and that, Michelle Laurie. What a terrific woman. Oh, we had a massive night with her. Great lady. What what magazine you were in as well? Was it a Who magazine or a New Idea? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. I, I don't know. But, yeah, terrific. Great. How do you file her? Fill your boots. Fill your boots. That's a, we don't I love fill it. Your boots. She's oh. definitely we're cracking open the I love it today. No, no, no. But I, I'm, I'm telling her to fill your boots. We should have a fill your boots. Oh, God, I'm going to have to get onto the boffins <laughs> and tell them we need another folder. But I am uh, I'm definitely putting this in the I love it folder today. Yes. Beautiful. Well, uh, that is it for today's episode. If you have a secret, you want to share it on the podcast, uh, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page at Michelle underscore. Laurie, please share this podcast with your friends and we will see you again very soon.